Hi everyone, welcome. This is Light and Life. I'm welcoming you. My name is Ifiolua Apigune. If this is your first time of listening, this is a platform where you can have the summary of the Nigerian Baptist Sunday School lessons ahead of Sunday. To as many who have been listening, the Lord bless you. Keep forwarding, share to as many people, and I know the Lord will continually be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. Sunday is March 21st, 2021, and the topic is Uda, a true prophetess. Uda, a true prophetess. That is taken from the book of 2 Kings, chapter 22, verses 14 to 20. Our world of today is characterized with a lot of activities, a lot of things that is so involving us, so much taking our time, so much drifting us away from several things that come so important. Even as at that, we take all of those things we pursue very important. But even as at that too, we neglect, when we critically look, we come to neglect the most important with us. And that is the place of God, our relationship with Him, our working with Him. Not everyone are able to take a balance of their life with God. Not everyone are able to take the balance of their activities as they go each day, ensuring that no other things comes more important, more engulfing, more attracting than the place of their working with God. This is very, very important. The children of Israel couldn't balance it so well. The children of Israel couldn't live their life without being deviated from the will of God. At every moment when they are comfortable, they always looked out away from God and they stay glue again, pursuing other gods, forgetting the God who had delivered them, the God that haunts them. This is very, very important. When things like this now becomes what is also physically present in our world, is God really pleased with it? Obviously, no. And if God is not pleased with it, what should be our actions? What should be our disposition? Are we just going to continue this way? What are we to do? We'll practically see as Josiah, king of Israel, was able to do at this at his own time. What was his disposition when he discovered that the wrong way had been the way the people had been treading? And they are failed to keep to the injunction of God. How did he approach this? This is very, very important. How do can we also live this day to approach the important areas of our life? That very life that we have come to live, which is to glorify God. How are we going to live this world? Ensuring that the mind of God is intact with us. And even at every point when we need it, how do we go about seeking the face of God? understanding the Lord. This is very, very important. The lesson today gives to us a case study of someone whom King Josiah decided to meet with for guidance, and that is Huda, a true prophetess. How did she become a true prophetess? How is how is she a record of reference today? This is very, very important. I quickly take the golden text, which is from 2 Kings chapter 22, verse 19. It reads, 
because your heart was responsive and you humble yourself before the Lord when you had what have spoken against this place and its people, that they would become accursed and lead waste. And because you tore your ropes and wept in my presence, I have had you, declares the Lord. Let us pray. Father, we bless your holy name. King of glory, we appreciate you because your word is coming again so much to us for a change of our heart, that our walking with you might be cordial, that we may live to glorify you. This day, Lord, we receive grace from you in the mighty name of Jesus. Help us, O Lord, that we will be doers of your word in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Our lesson today is in three parts, and the first is search for a seer. This is taken from 2 Kings chapter 22, verse 14. You want to see what necessitated this, and the foundational knowledge of this is just what I've explained. At the time when the the cleaning of the of the of the of the temple was going on, they discovered the book of the law. And the priest decided to bring it back, bring it up to the king and read it to the king. And that was King Josiah. At that time when this temple was being repaired, they saw it. And immediately when this book was read, the king was able to know that they are believing contrary to the will of God. And the land has been so polluted and disobedient to God. And in response to this, he tore his clothes. I'm referring to the king here. He tore his clothes and he was yearning. Immediately he said, go ye. We see that in verse 13. He called out to the people and tell them to go. Go ye and just go and look for someone who will be able to give unto us the mind of God as per this. And three basic things was very important here. It's very important here for us to know. King Josiah knew the consequences of the, their forefathers living disobedient to God. And he wasn't ready to just continue to let that happen. He wasn't ready to continue to, at his own time, continue to see this manifesting. This is also a note for us. How do we also live with our present world? Do we see things not going rightly as it's supposed to be? And then we are just comfortable around it. Josiah was not. He was already, he set out men to look for a way out on this. Another thing that is very important for us to also take note from this part is that where these people were able, he himself at first was able to identify the right source for the solution. He said, go, go ye, look for someone, inquiry from the person who can tell us exactly what the Lord would want them to do. This is very, very important. When we also are faced with life challenges or we are at the point where we need guidance are we of a search to the right path are we yearning to get our answers where we can appropriately get it or it's just like okay let's pick somebody randomly out there and let's get a way out no king josiah was on to someone who knew the mind of god this is very very important it is not just about somebody who can inspire you who is a motivational speaker out there it's so important when we get someone who his spirit filled, whom the Lord has breathed upon and who can give us the right direction. This is very, very important. And the next thing is that these men acted rightly too. 
These men were not trying to do contrary. They were also living with the mind that in search of someone who will give us guidance, we have to be very, very careful. And in doing this, they met a particular woman. They were able to find out this the need to meet with this woman as just a solution. And what necessitated this? In their findings, they discover she is a woman of integrity. She is a woman, a prophetess, who is still having, who has a home and has a husband that is also a, of a reference point in that particular part where we read. This is opening our eyes to the fact that it is very, very important for us as children of God, not minding what gender we carry, we must live representing God truly as how the Lord wants us to live. And so much that in our steady relationship with God, we would always be a reference point for solution to our world. And this is where Huda, as a true prophetess, is coming in. I pray the Lord bless us in Jesus' name. Quickly to the second part of our lesson, Huda's wise counsel. We see this can be seen. Let's read Second Kings chapter 22, verses 15 to 18. We can see that meeting with Huda, she is not just anyone who is ready to say of her own word. She declares as the Lord wants of her. And we see an emphasis of thus seeth the Lord. This is a reference that no matter what we carry in grace, in gifts, in potential, it is God. If we are discharging it and we think it is of our own strength or might, we are only deceiving ourselves. And Huda, with her humility, was able to give the counsel to the people. And what was it? She was able to declare, not compromising, without embellishing anything. You know, without trying to, you know, doctor or even to, to package it to suit the king or the people. He makes clear what the Lord wants. And that is the place of God declaring judgment. The place of God declaring his mind, how he is hungry with the land of Israel. That, that the, 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 the people had gone their way. The, 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 the land of Judah, as at that time, had done this peacefully before the Lord. And she boldly declared this. She declared this. And this is very, very important. When we also need to face the world with the truth, please don't let us compromise. It is the wisest thing to do. And let us see the place of God as paramount and important above whom or what the world might take it to be. This is very, very important. We see that the disaster as the Lord made it known that will come upon the land of Judah was very, very disheartening. But she was ready to make it known to the people. And we said immediately the king heard about this. He tore his clothes. This quickly leads us to the third part of the lesson, which is God's verdict. Read Second Kings 22, 19-20. What is God's verdict? It is clear now that God is judging the people and God is not ready to overlook the wrongs that the people had done. But God, even in his nature, as a judge, is still a merciful father. And in extension of his mercy to whom he wants to give this mercy to, Josiah as a king was able to. But what qualifies Josiah? Huda was able to make clear this, that God's verdict is coming now, that Josiah, because you have humbled yourself, because you have repented, you've tear, you, you tore your clothes, you, you wept before me in repentance, I would ensure 
that this whole trouble will not come upon you at your time. And this is opening us also to another reality that is very, very important. Children of God, we must understand that God, he is holy. He is holy. And as holy as our God is, he is not, he is not tolerating sin. When we continue to go in sin, we are, we, are, we are drawing the anger of God upon ourselves. And God will not overlook this with us. But God is also ready. If we can come repentantly before him in humility and prayerfully confess our sin, he will embrace us. He will show us mercy and will forgive us. This is very, very important. I'm employing us even as the word of God has come to us again today. Let us understand that the Lord is relying on you and I as children of God to live truly even in our calling, just as Uda was able to be a true prophetess. Beyond that, if our word and our working with God is not right, the Lord expects that we live to appropriate things just as Josiah was able to do. And even in the midst of our sins and our falling with God, in our working with God, we must ensure the place of reconciliation. These are the focal point of our lesson today. And I pray the Lord bless us in Jesus' name. Quickly to our take-home. Believers in Christ should always depend on God for guidance before taking any step. No matter how difficult it seems, learn to speak the truth at all times. God honors prayer for a, from a penitent heart. God knows and sees everything we do. We can't hide it from God. Christians should endeavor to deliver messages without subtraction or addition. This is common in the world today. But God is waiting to see and counting so much on those who will be truthful in the discharge of their grace and gifts. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm wishing us a glorious service on Sunday. Bye, everyone.